0: Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to the Good Gut Feelings podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to be here. Um, And I am so excited that you're still here. You're listening. This podcast is taking off. We're going deep. Um, I'm so excited to talk about today's topic, which is physically exercising feelings when we feel like talking and meditating and journaling. And the typical tools that we have are just not enough. I relate to this extremely. I know that my clients do too, where you can go to talk therapy, you can journal, you can meditate. And that really sort of like moves feelings around within us. And it helps us kind of compartmentalize and organize and identify threads. And okay, this feeling came from here and this goes in this bucket and here's how I process this. But Something that I think so many of us are left with is, okay, I know what this feeling is called. I have this feeling, this anger, this frustration, this lack of self-worth, this self-doubt, whatever it is. But I have no idea how to get it the fuck out of my body. I would love to know if you can relate to this. We're going to go deep into this today in a little bit of a shorter episode, kind of exploring the importance in physically moving these feelings and why this happens a lot of the time. I know it's something that's really common where... We stay really cerebral and we kind of sift through our thoughts and get a good picture of things, but we still never change because we still have this kind of soul gunk that needs to be excavated. Um, This topic is something that comes up so often with clients as part of the gut to soul connection piece of the puzzle and is something that I am so excited to share will be creating a new offer around for Good Gut Feelings. Um, This gut-to-soul connection piece has been a long time coming. If you've taken the Good Gut Fundamentals, you know that you really tackled the first half of healing, but this second piece is okay, now how do you move these feelings? How do you move this information? How do you radically take ownership of who you are and what your limiting beliefs are and start to rewrite those stories so that you can really step into your power? You can own your shit. You can make juicy, bold decisions and start to peel back the layers so that you get to be so raw, authentically, vulnerably you, and sit in your truth in that space and that really starts to melt away the physical symptoms whether you're dealing with IBS or hormone issues or chronic pain or things that have really started to rise to the surface because of this feeling of embodied stress and embodied disalignment that we kind of carry with us in a lot of places that we go um so if you are interested in knowing more about this program shoot me a dm um and i am happy to talk you through what this is going to entail and determine if this is going to be a right fit for you and i would love to invite you in if this program is something that makes sense for your next step um before we get into the podcast, I'm so excited about this offer. I'm so excited about continuing to create spaces to hold you in your highest truth and watch you evolve through all of the stages of transformation that come with seeking healing, seeking embodiment, moving past the physical limitations, and really standing in your truth and owning your power and using that sense of self to start to make waves in your own life and create that sense of purpose and align with that sense of purpose that you're yearning for. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, Whether you align with that message and that lights you up too, or you listen to this podcast and resonate with the message or anything that we've talked about so far, I would love it if you would share this on your Instagram story with a screenshot of your favorite episode, maybe a juicy nugget that you got from this episode or one in the past. Um, And if you rate and review and subscribe, that is the best way to support this podcast. If you do all of those things as a token of my love and appreciation, uh, I will send you a free high vibe, low vibe ebook back as a thank you. Um, that really is my gift to you to help you continue to sink into your intuition in exchange for uplifting this brand, sharing this message with those who may really be needing it and craving it. So again, thank you so much for being here. Um The email to send that screenshot of so that I can send you back the ebook is goodgutfeelings at gmail.com. Okay, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I'm Isabel Kuritsis, and you are listening to the Good Gut Feelings podcast, where we unpack what it's like to digest life in your 20s as a woman with IBS. I am a holistic health coach specializing in IBS. I'm also a Leo, a generator in human design, and have been dealing myself with IBSC for 15 years. Yeah, we just went there. I help women with IBS navigate their symptoms from a place of nervous system balancing and lifestyle changes to unlock their most aligned lives. So stay tuned, hit subscribe and get ready because in these episodes we are going deep and covering everything from your relationship with yourself to your relationship with your favorite spicy margarita and how it all impacts our good gut feelings. You can find all of the ways to work with me on my website and with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello my cherubs, my good gutted friends. I feel like I need a name for everybody who listens to the podcast because you guys are the real ones, the OGs, the homies who want to dive deep into some good gut shit and I'm so here for it. Um, I know that I've said this before, but I just want to reiterate this again, that your response to the podcast has been the most mind-blowing thing that I've ever seen in my life. And it almost makes me want to apologize for taking this long to bang out a podcast, but I'm so glad, honestly, that it did take four years um, because without those four years, I don't think we would have arrived at this kind of container And this kind of topic to explore this stuff in the detail that we need to and in the way that is serving you guys in, at least from what you've told me, a really profound, beautiful way. So I'm really happy to be able to offer that to you guys. You all absolutely, absolutely rock. If you haven't given a rate and review yet, I am sending out free copies of my High Vibe, Low Vibe ebook. Um which is filled with journal prompts to really dig into your intuition, self-exploration. It's 60 plus pages. So just send me a screenshot of your rating and review and I'll email you back a free ebook as a thank you for being here and being so amazing. Um, I wanted to jump on today and I honestly don't even really have um, an agenda. I don't know if agenda is the right word, like a plan, but I just was... On a walk this morning, I had a turbulent morning and a turbulent couple of days myself in just processing and emotionally regulating shit and realizing how that impacts my body. And I think it takes all of us, at least for me, it takes me a while to go all the way through the phases of like trigger and then usually like emotional tantrum and then stepping back to hold space to notice what's going on, and then coming to my own perspective and understanding where the trigger came from. That's a long friggin' process. It really is. And I wanted to hop on today to the podcast and talk about something that I think is a really big missing piece for you know, a lot of the women that I work with and was also a really big missing piece for me. Much to the tune of this nervous system drum that we keep beating, which I think is so important because it's the piece of the puzzle that I was missing, that I see so many people missing. So I want to continue to elaborate on how important the nervous system is and give you guys tools to explore that and start getting into your own bodies and figure out if you resonate with this kind of approach how to make it worth your while, how to get the most bang for your buck and really dive into the juicy stuff and get all the gunk out. Um, So the one thing I wanted to talk about today and the sort of overarching theme for today's podcast is to really explore the body expression of stress and trauma. And I want to explain what I mean a little bit by this um, with a question, how many of you have done journaling or talk therapy or really just like venting to people? Maybe you have some history with emotional dumping, which is okay. I think we all do. Emotional dumping is when you kind of call your friend out of the blue or walk into a room and all of a sudden dump all of your deepest, darkest secrets and fears and anxieties of that moment onto somebody without permission. Um, it's okay. It's it. We all do it. But I think there's a really interesting kind of lingering feeling that's left with that, you know, either with journaling or with talk therapy or with venting, where there's still a physical element to the feeling, to the emotion, to the gunk, to the stuff that's going on. And I think. With the tools we're given today that are beautiful tools like journaling and all of that kind of stuff, therapy, we are getting deep, but we're not emotionally clearing and there's so much that gets stuck In our energy and in our muscles and in the cortisol and adrenaline response, like our nervous system gets physically stuck in that high alert, and we can process and be cerebral about it all we want and kind of go diving and swimming through the depths of our brains and our thoughts and be overly critical. We can do all that work. That work's important. But I'd be so curious to hear how many of you still feel like even when you do that, there's this weird physical entrapment of energy left. And I'm asking that question because this has been something that's fucked with me my entire life. I'm a very cerebral, very self-aware person. If you ask my therapist, she it's laughable how painfully self-aware I can be sometimes. Um, And... I would always say to my therapist, you know, I'm here because I feel like there is a bottom that I can't get to. Like I'm getting so deep and I've intellectualized all of my emotions. And even in that process, there's still something left in my body. And I didn't have the tools to know what that was for a very, very long time. But it's this feeling that I think a lot of us are left with after we go through the typical modalities of kind of sifting through your mental feelings and thoughts, and you're left with this kind of icky, sticky glue, glue, gunk, shit that's left in your cells. Now, I know a lot of people process and help move this energy through things like exercise, Um, and that's amazing. That's one of the reasons exercise is so brilliant for us. But I want you to kind of pause and think about if the feelings you residually have left after talking or journaling, or or maybe the reasons you didn't even like therapy potentially, or you didn't even like journaling, and you don't feel connected to talking about your feelings, is because it's a so such such a more somatic, physical, visceral inside your body, inside your cells, kind of energy that you need to clear. And I I think it's interesting because we're never really given the tools or the permission to take that approach in a traditional setting. We always are encouraged to talk about your feelings and feel your feelings. But the more I dug into the nervous system work and into psychological principles and all of these concepts about activating our parasympathetic nervous system to be in rest and digest... And how that impacts our digestion and our IBS and our bloat and our stomach issues. When we have these physical sensations of stress that never seem to leave our body, even if we feel like they've left our mind, it means that our nervous systems are still ticked on high. We still have physical cues in our bodies to leave the nervous system on high alert Now, bringing this full circle, we see this really commonly with people who have PTSD, veterans, survivors who are always hypervigilant. We also see it interestingly with animals and how they regulate their nervous systems. The only way to process through those emotions is in a more physical capacity, So animals, after something happens to them, shake it all off. You know, your dog shakes. There are studies watching animals in the wild after they've been tagged by researchers freezing, and then once they know they're safe, shaking. And what shaking does and what these physical movements that process stagnated energy do is that it's actually burning off excess adrenaline. It's releasing tension in your muscles and it's activating that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest part of your body where your digestion starts working again and stuff starts moving. And I want you to think about that in the way that you relate to stress. I think it's so interesting to think about and something to explore What physical sensations might you still be holding on to, even if you feel like you've intellectualized your stress or maybe your trauma or maybe the little day-to-day shit? Where do you physically feel like energy is still trapped? There are a lot of really cool ways to work through this energy and to kind of process this kind of stuff. That's why EMDR therapy is really popular. Um, That's why people feel a huge release when they go experience things like massages, uh, cupping, acupuncture, and there's less scientific validity to those modalities. Um, EMDR actually has a lot of great research, but in a lot of the more um, Western ones that are not studied as much... There still is so much truth to being able to move stagnated energy out of your muscles and out of your body because we get stuff out of our head pretty easily to a certain extent, but it's not until we actually feel the thing and then release that physically that we start to feel free again and that our nervous system starts to feel safe enough to come back to homeostasis, parasympathetic, rest and digest, and do the shit your body's supposed to be able to do. But we're on high alert all the time if you feel like you carry stress in a much more deep way. So I just think this is all really freaking interesting. Um, there's so much to explore here. And, and what I really wanna do more than anything is to give you all the permission to think about if this is a modality that you need to incorporate into your life. I know for me, I really didn't have the permission to explore the physical side of things for so long for several reasons. For a very long time, I did not feel safe enough in my body to release that energy. And there are there's a certain order that we have to do things in that I do with my clients that I want you to think about, where you have to feel safe in your body to be able to get into your body and explore what's in there, go check behind all the doors. Um, but I think it's an important Piece of the puzzle to explore because it's often where that leftover shit is living, um, where we can kind of get in and finally feel free of a lot of stagnated energy and trapped emotions. So when you see people dancing or shaking it out, they're really doing something there. And maybe that means that you explore something like yoga that more introspective connection to your body, ways where you are getting into your body without the mental pressure um, and moving stuff through. I think this is very fascinating. And I want to, again, like I said, give you guys the permission to explore this route, this modality, see how it feels for you, see how it resonates with you and see what kind of capacity it has to open the floodgates on your digestion coming back to the normal place you'd like it to be. Because when we exist in the sympathetic, when our adrenaline and our cortisol is where our body is at homeostasis, we're not getting all of the processes done that we need to. That's where we get really trapped with the IBS, the D, the C, um, and all of that kind of stuff. So Moral of the story is really thinking about how we get our nervous systems to respond calmly. And we don't do that with just thinking good thoughts and thinking better thoughts. We do that by returning to a safe body and a calm body. And your body informs the kind of thoughts that you have. And your body's sense of safety informs the way that all of the internal autonomic nervous system Systems are working within you. I want you to encourage maybe for the next week to explore what that might look like for you. Maybe that's trading in a journal session for something a little bit more physical, like tapping or shaking it out or intuitively dancing, putting on a good playlist in the morning. Maybe putting on a good playlist in the car on the way to work or in your headphones and dancing like it's nobody's business when you are riding the escalator up from the subway. Whatever your thing is, um, I really want to encourage you this week to find some time and space to get into your body and to move some shit. Before we wrap up, I want to summarize and leave you with some actionable ways to start on this adventure. If you feel like you really are sitting here in this space where you're cerebral about things and it's time to really start dipping into those feelings and uncovering what's under the surface and moving through the big stuff that requires physical expression like lack of worthiness. Anger, frustration, you know, all of those really big feelings that kind of require explosion, um, healthy explosion. So some things that I really love for me, yoga has been really profound, um, especially if you go to a yoga instructor that gives you thought-provoking space to kind of be really realistically observant of yourself in the way that you are moving through the world and moving your body. Um Whether that's yoga or running, I think what's important about movement is that you're actually just creating space for self-connection. I think there are a couple of different reasons that we engage in movement. Some are for self-connection and processing emotion, and some are for resilience and proving to yourself that you can show up and do hard things. Typically, when we need to process through emotions, we need to engage in those forms of movement that allow us to connect back to self and move through feelings. So for some of you, that may be a long run, but that may be a yoga class, that may be a walk, that may be something softer. Lean into what feels good for you there. Um, Other things I really like are EFT tapping helps me to feel really aware of where my body is in space and identify the stories I'm telling myself. I'll link one of my favorite EFT tapping videos in the comments. Um, breathwork is also an amazing, amazing modality for this. Um, a good way to engage in breathwork is to maybe there's a practitioner that you really like, but also there are great breathwork videos on YouTube and apps and all of those kinds of things like Insight Timer where you can specifically find breathwork for moving through hard emotions or breathwork for anger or breathwork for releasing trauma or, you know, as long as you are in a space where you feel safe and capable of releasing um, and able to relate to your body in a healthy way, Um, finding safe space to uncover all of this is really important. The last one that I'll share that I think is really profound, I know that a lot of people that I've worked with have used this tool and I recommend it to a lot of clients is To Be Magnetic, Lacey Phillips, visualization meditations. She calls them reprogrammings and that's almost exactly what they are. They allow you to really kind of find those locked doors, get to know what's inside, get familiar with it realize and recognize those hard, big, sticky feelings and start to rewrite those narratives and reframe however you're currently processing the world around you in a safe way and and rewrite and magnetize and make once again whole whatever that self-limiting story is. That's a paid offering that she has. I think it's extremely worth it. I think it's extremely profound, especially if talk therapy hasn't quite gotten all the way below that sort of like concrete basement floor for you. It's also an accessible price point. I think her monthly membership is like $20 a month or something like that. So it's been really profound and helpful for me. um, And I'm happy to share that with you. This is a little bit of a shorter episode because I just had this brain blast and I had this experience this week where I was being so cerebral about so many feelings and didn't feel like I could move through them until I involved my body in the process too. So I hope this gives you permission to explore that, to have a little fun, to return to feelings of safety and homeostasis in your body and get some stuff excavated, get some gunk moving, get some blood flowing, get some energy and emotions out of there and let them come out Some key signs that you are processing emotions and getting stuff out and through, stuff like yawning, um, crying, either voluntarily or involuntarily, crying is okay, sweating, feeling cold, feeling different, anything that kind of feels like, oh my gosh, I've exercised a demon, that's all okay, as long as you make sure you feel it and you let it through the floodgates and you let it out. Let me know if you like these kind of more informal, thought-provoking episodes. I'm happy to do them, especially when I feel like I've found a really juicy nugget that I just have to share with you guys. I'm sending you all of the love in the world. I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope you dance it out. I hope you feel, I hope you process, and I hope you have some fantastic, fantastic poops. You know the drill. Okay, love you guys.